Hi, everyone. I'm Kathy Haberman. I'm Joe Haberman. And we are your hosts for Haber Psych Insights. And today we're going to be giving you an overview of positive psychology. Um, are there ways that you don't feel satisfied with your life or you're feeling down and you'd like to make some changes? Um, we've got some good information for you today in this overview that can help you start looking into your life and how you can make it better. Yeah, and uh, just to jump right into it, it, it was felt uh, for a long time that psychology just focused on sort of um, disorders and, and psychopathology and, and helping to make miserable people less miserable in the words of Dr. Martin Seligman, one of the early founders of this field. And it used to be we measured depression, but we didn't feel we could measure the other end of the scale. How, what is it that makes people that are deeply satisfied, highly satisfied with their life different? And it turns out we can, and they've been actively doing this. This is relative to the age of the whole field of psychology. Uh, it's only been about 50 years or so, but it's relatively recent. This focus on positive psychology, moving people forward to not just leading an average life, but one that is really flourishing, where they're highly satisfied, where they uh, experience flow, uh, where they are effective and happy at what they're doing, and that these things can be measured. Uh, and starting in University of Pennsylvania, and they've now had many years on this study with tens of thousands of research subjects. And we're going to say a little more about that later, you know, what, what we can do individually to get uh, to become a part of that research study and to get some individual feedback about where you stand. Uh, but anyway, out of his work... Well, uh, Seligman wrote a book, Flourish. Right. And in Flourish, he gives some standards for us to look at uh, in terms of examining our life and how we can learn to flourish or be more positive. And so... Uh, yeah, and so out of this research, and again, this was not just a touchy-feely thing, right? It was really exhaustive, uh, peer-reviewed, and, and uh, uh, detailed research that continues today. He identified five things that tend to separate those that are really flourishing from those of us just leading average lives. So think PERMA, PERMA, P-E-R-M-A, and each letter stands for a concept. So positive emotions... Positive emotions is the first one in yeah. PERMA. Mm -hmm. um, and when we talk about positive emotions, we can talk about desire, feeling pride, joy, gratitude, mm -hmm. uh, serenity, amusement, love, yeah. inspiration, hope, all sorts of positive emotions. It doesn't necessarily mean, oh, I feel happy. It's right. positive emotions. Right. You're not necessarily just sitting there laughing and happy, but... It's deeply satisfying. Do you know what those things are in your life, and do you make time for them? Um, you know, and some of the students that did some self-assessment on this, they could tell me what their source of positive emotion was, but they were so busy and so scheduled that they really just weren't making time for it. And so that represented an opportunity for growth. They could, you know, do we do those things? I mean, I feel the same way. Sometimes I feel like. You know, I'm not, uh, I get into a routine or a rut and I'm not doing some of those things that, that in the past I've really enjoyed. So I don't experience those emotions as regularly, maybe as I could. So yeah. mindfulness, mindfulness of your positive emotions in your life. Yeah. Um, e for PERMA is engagement. And when we talk about engagement, we talk about activities that really 
get you into the flow of things. I'll let you talk about that yeah, a little more, Joe. Yeah, related concept with positive psych is this idea of flow. Um, some of you have heard about this, but think about it in your own life. It's when you're, you, you requires, it's an activity that requires a, a good degree of skill, but it's skill that you have, so it's very absorbing when you get into it, you know, like, like making music or like something that you're creating. Um, and it seems like time stops. You're so into it that you lose track of time, lose track of yourself. Uh, this is this experience of flow. And those who are people who are flourishing tended to have, that was partly their job or other things they did where it was like that. It was like the day flew by. And, uh, and, and that's what we mean by flow is thinking about what those things are. And so all of us have experienced it somewhere. And the trick is, for those who are really flourishing, is they experience it on a regular basis. It has something to do with what they do for a living, what they do on a daily basis. Uh, no one is the in the activities yeah. they do on a regular basis, yes, you not think necessarily employment, right? Right, like in your pack, background with, with music and, and directing and also that, and, and performing, right? We're both performers. Um, the time flies, right? You're right. just so focused on what you have to do. And so the trick is, can you find those things in your life where you experience flow on a regular basis, maybe connected to that. Okay, uh, so we're talking Seligman, Flourish, and the concept of PERMA. Mm -hmm. So far we've got positive emotions, P, and engagement, What's e. the R? The R is something that's so, so important in our life. As a matter of fact, if you don't have it, you can actually die eventually. <laughs> it's relationships relationships and of course we're talking positive relationships yeah all of those in that group in the research study that were were really flourishing uh, had deep meaningful relationships that, that persisted for a long time people that have seen you and been with you your best and worst the kind of people that'll tell you even what you don't want to hear even if it makes you mad at them because they care about you enough uh, uh, relationships like that uh, not just people you have some fun with but those deep enduring relationships have uh, across the board been part of that. So uh, any time invested in strengthening that, getting back in touch with people, sharing the ways in which you're grateful for them, and uh, making time for that is time that's directly invested in your wellness. And, and it turns out, and we'll talk about this later, that's even connected to uh, your health and, and your longevity. And that people that have these strong relationships, whether or not they had other great health habits, they're the ones that tend to, to be happiest and live longest. Right. And so it's a, it's, a, it's a direct connection to how we're put together. Um, so positive emotions, engagement, relationships, and now we have meaning, meaning in your life. Yeah, yeah. So again, this group was separated from those leading average lives because they were doing things that connected them to something larger than themselves. So mm -hmm. ask yourself, what, when do I feel that way and what can I do? It may be something you volunteer or do. It may be through kind of a church thing or it may be something bigger than that. It could just be a cause that you really believe in that you know that this is making a difference. I'm going to leave the world and, and my little area of it or wherever better than I found it. And I'm dedicated to doing that. It's, it's finding that bigger purpose for ourselves. And I think that that can be hard. I think that especially with society and social media and all the expectations of us we can tend to be me focused I think it's really important to think about meaning and mm -hmm. how am I making a difference 
in other people and their lives. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, sometimes we get so caught up in just doing what we have to do week by week and month by month that we, we maybe don't make time for that. But it's such a, a, a deep aspect, an important aspect of, of relationships and everything else. You'll see that these five factors all kind of uh, relate to each other as well. And it's really interesting because we want, we want to be focused on our happiness, our contentment, our purpose in life, and it's all mindfulness. These things are there um, or they're not there. And so we have to look at our life but also be other focused. And right, right. That's one of my things. Um, okay, so we have positive emotions, engagement, relationships of course positive relationships that's really important meaning and then the last letter of perma is accomplishment or achievement right and it turns out again going back to the development of this model those were things people did that they were intrinsically motivated to do no not intrinsically some, intrinsically what if people don't know what that means so that means that <laughs> you would you love it you do it because you enjoy it you have a passion for it you wouldn't have to be paid for it. You know, you're not doing it for a grade or for money. It's something that you'll do and that people that are flourishing continue to find those things. Uh, those that research this notion of happiness would say that uh, those that are kind of primarily pursuing the extrinsic rewards, you know, status and fame and having the latest thing, they tend to not be as happy and they tend to be more restless and, and, and unsure of who they are and where they stand. Whereas those who are really devoted to meaning and to intrinsic things were more likely to be in that group that was flourishing. So it's asking yourself, do I have those things in my life? Do I do things just to see if I can? You know, right. um, Maybe you have always felt awkward and have never danced, but it looks like fun. And so you say, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a dance class because... You know, I want to be able, it looks like I want to be able to do that. Let's do that. You know, yeah, it's sometimes getting outside your comfort zone, but it's those things that, you know, it's not for some other thing. It's just, it's just intrinsic. You do it anyway. It may be just loving to read. It's other things that, that you're intrinsically motivated to do and, and filling your life with as much of that. Um, it's worth mentioning about social media, right? That that is something that there's nothing wrong with that. You know, we're using it in this, this effort. It can be very fun. Yeah, but it's, uh, you know, that's something, again, that is only going to be extrinsic, right? The the recognition you receive, the status, they even call them statuses, are only external. And while there's nothing wrong with that, it's never going to address the intrinsic motivations that really help us flourish. Right, I've seen so many times people are posting all these things that make their lives just look so wonderful, when in reality... Life is wonderful, and we've got positive things in them, but that's all some people put out there for social media. And so, and also the expectations with social media, you know, we're bombarded all the time that we should be a certain way or we should do certain things. And I don't think that that's necessarily true. I think that we each have a truth within ourselves, and social media certainly can help us along that journey. And also, going back to the interests and the inspiration help us with those things. But I think we have to be careful with social media. Yeah. You'll hear that from me over and over again. I can't help it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's um, social media is very good at facilitating comparisons of ourselves to others. And we have to be careful there. What's the old saying? Uh, comparison is the thief of joy. Right. And uh, comparisons and 
and you know also desires right it, it inflames desires within ourselves and it's normal to have desires but those are not something that tends to correlate to deep levels of of meaning and satisfaction you know it's like there's an old poem that desire is the parent of all sorrows parent of all sorrow desire remains tomorrow it's mm. always there mm. you're not going to fulfill it so this is uh, this model was coming up with those other things that tended to move people forward. Right. So we're talking positive psychology, flourishing, uh, Seligman, and we're also talking about looking at your own well-being. And five pillars of well-being would be PERMA. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, there are there's lots of other research that goes with this. I mentioned before relationships and how important they are. Our need to belong. Um, there's a Harvard study. Why don't you talk yeah, about that it a was, little? Yeah, that was right. Uh, you may have read about this more recently. An 88-year-long study uh, done at Harvard that focused on adult development. It's recently concluded. And, of course, they looked at all the factors that, uh, that lead to successful development and, and to longevity and health. And certainly the, the things like diet, exercise, and you know, so forth were on there. But what they found in those that really... Uh, were happiest and lived literally lived the longest was relationships the importance of relationships in their life more than anything else whether it was long marriages or other friendships that really spanned at the time and um, in fact so strongly did this come through in the Harvard study and you can go online and look at this but just search Harvard study 88 year long study longitudinal study on this was uh, relationships so that one of the lead researchers said that three keys to successful aging are relationships, relationships, and relationships. So um, we really want to emphasize that it ties in obviously to the PERMA model. And an another thing we can do then as we're going to be wrapping up soon here it, as a follow-up is to check out a couple websites um, that we have out there. Kathy, there's one that you were, were right. excited I, about. What was that? I really like grateful.org, grateful, G-R-A-T-E-F-U-L.org. It just, it's, it's really nice. It's um, one of their titles is Grateful Living, Discover Meaning in Daily Life. And so when we're looking at our life um, and examining uh, whether we are really flourishing, um, it, it just gives you things to think about. There's always a quote of the day. Today's quote, uh, we do not need to travel around the world when the source of all joy and all beauty is right within us. That's by Eknath. Eswaran. Sorry if I said the name wrong. Um, but grateful.org is a great website. Now, lots of things there. It's a non-profit organization that empowers people to live meaningful lives through the transformative practice of grateful living. Yeah. That's great that uh, just mentions it's there all along. It makes me think of the, the St. Augustine quote, you know, he wanted to pursue his faith and, and meaning and find the, the eternal love and it was late have I loved you, for I was without, but you were within. You know, all my life I was out there somewhere looking for you when all along you were within me. And Ooh. so it was only late that I actually learned to love you. Mindfulness. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. And another one is uh, a website directly connected to um, Seligman's work. If you have a chance to write that down, it's authentichappiness.org. They'll ask you to create a password you'll remember. They protect your identity, and it just makes you part of the research group. But the reason for that is that way you can take all these different surveys and questionnaires to assess where you stand on these things. And 
but they're like snapshots, you know, different parts of your life, one thing's going better or another, and that way they'll always remember it. You can look up what you've got on a survey and retake it and compare how you're doing now to how you were doing before. Strongly encourage you to do that. It'll give you a PERMA score for each of the, the five uh, aspects that we've talked about today in PERMA, but there's other questionnaires like your your brief strengths, what are your top strengths, there's, there's a, a gratitude survey, back to what Kathy's talking about here, there's, you know, things like that that, um, that you, you know, we'd suggest that you, you try and check out. So we've had a lot of information today. This is the overview of positive psychology, flourishing, having positive well-being, and looking at our life uh, in terms of PERMA, positive emotions, engagement, relationships, meaning, and achievements or accomplishments. And so we've talked about the Harvard study, about uh, Seligman's studies, we've talked about grateful.org and authentichappiness.org uh, and giving you a few things that maybe you can try, um, talking about mindfulness and trying to make your life a positive place to live. <laughs> And we appreciate you listening in, uh, and uh, we will we'll be getting more information out, but we'd love to hear from you. If you have things to add, we're, we're by no means you know, comprehensive experts on all this. It's a wonderful process of uh, learning together, so feel free to get in touch with us, and, and we hope you'll tune in again at Haber Psych Insights, right? Thanks a lot. Have a great day.